my name is Colin Harvey from uh, the School of Law, Queen's University, and I have the great pleasure today to turn the tables on the Shared Ireland team by asking the questions to them about their work. Uh, first of all, commend Shared Ireland for the contribution they've made through their podcast series to promoting an inclusive conversation about the constitutional future of the island of Ireland. And in recognition of that, the Shared Ireland team are organising their first public event in February, on the 25th of February. And really the purpose today is for me to ask a few questions of the team in terms of that event. So we'll really start by asking what, what were the origins of this event and what made you decide to, to organise what really is your first public event as a team? First of all, um, Colin, are you trying to do me out of a job, are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is, um, somewhat... Answer the question. Answer the question. <laughs> this is somewhat disconcerting, being, being asked the questions now and being put on the spot. It's given me a newfound sympathy for um, my guests. Um, Colin, I guess the reason why Shared Ireland are holding our first public event um, is uh, it's just a follow-up from what we've previously been doing um, with our podcast series. And um, throughout our podcast series, our main aim was to have a conversation, a simple word, but um, we want to have that conversation with all different political parties throughout the island, civic society, and I guess anybody else that wants to contribute. And we would encourage everyone to have their say and contribute because this is our island, it's our shared space, and without input from all sections of the community, then we will not have a shared future. So... I guess getting back to your point, why the public event? I believe it's important to have a social media presence and that's currently all we have. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook and we're on Twitter and Twitter will be our main platform. But it's important I believe to put feet on the ground, get out into town halls, go to people's own towns and villages and make it easier for the general public to come along and maybe ask people like yourself, politicians, questions on the night. Mm. So our event on Tuesday, the 25th of February, is our first. It's in the Greenfield Hotel in Cookstown, County Tyrone, which is right bang slap in the middle of Mid-Ulster. And um, we hope after this, which will hopefully be successful first event, we hope then to move it. Um, around the 32 counties in the coming year or years as we go along. Okay, could you maybe tell listeners who will be speaking at this event and, and, and why you would encourage them to come along to this particular conversation? Yeah, that's a very good point. And I guess in trying to get together a panel, um, given the type of people that we have been lucky enough to interview so far, I won't blow a big head on them, but they've got a prominent role in society, the majority of them. And um, so it was quite hard, as I'm sure you can imagine, to tie down a date that would suit everyone. As much as we tried to do it, it was simply impossible. However, there will be further events where anyone who was unable to participate in this one will be afforded an opportunity to take part in them. So again, to answer your question, you have kindly agreed, Colin, to um, speak on the event. Um, we have ex-UUP leader Mike Nesbitt and current MLA for Strangford, I think Mike is, isn't he? He will be speaking. Andre Murphy, who works for Relatives for Justice, 
and she's also a columnist for the Anderson's Thai News. Andre will likely be doing compare on the night, so she'll be asking you the questions. Uh, we have got Sinn Féin MLA Emma Sheeran, which is a Sinn Féin MLA from the Middlester area. We have got Martin McGuinness's good friend, uh, Reverend David Latimer, coming from the church's point of view. And we have got um, ex-Sinn Féin publicity director and author, Danny Morrison speaking. And then we are delighted to have Linda Irvine from Taurus. Um, Linda would be a language activist. And then we have got a gentleman called Malachi Quinn from the SDLP. He's a local Middlestar councillor. And our last, but by no means least, we have an alliance representative called Matthew Bowman. And he's from up around the Cash for Manai area, area. So we have got eight panellists, four on each panel, and Andre being the moderator. So the first part of the night will be four panellists speaking about our past and lessons that we can possibly learn from our past, Colin, as we move forward. And then there'll be a 15-minute break. And then our second set of four guests will be speaking about our future. So ap apart from myself, it's a brilliant list of speakers for, for, for that event. And I nice to encourage everybody to, to come along. But I noticed in the, the title of the event, the theme of the event is, is both about exploring the past and shaping the future. And I wonder if you could maybe tell listeners what, why you felt it was important to do both those things at this event. Yeah, I guess there was a little bit of thought put into this. And um, some people, and they're entitled to their opinions saying, Oh, would you stop talking about the past and we need to move on and on? And of course we do. Absolutely. We're all about forward thinking, hence the conversations and planning for our future and that of our next generations. However, there is still a body of work to be done um, by the British government and Irish government to ensure that victims and survivors and legacy cases are properly dealt with. And that isn't coming from a nationalist perspective or a unionist perspective. There was people traumatised and hurt on all sides of this community. And there is a firm belief, and I subscribe to this belief, that we as a society cannot properly move on until there is recognition, and I will just simply use that word, recognition of the hurt, suffering, and in certain cases, collusion. And there is a responsibility on civic society, on political parties, but particularly on both governments to address this issue immediately. So that would be the theme on our past. And again, lessons to be learned, like language is important, uh, respect is important. So we can learn things from our past in order to help us shape our future. Maybe could I ask you to explore that a bit for you know, what do you think in terms of the conversation about the future of the island you know the constitutional conversation has got great momentum now are there any particular lessons you would highlight in terms of learning from our past well i guess you know <clears throat> the media um springs to mind and um the media have got a crucial role in putting a narrative out there that I guess they want to portray or suits their narrative. It doesn't mean to say it's the right one. So I think there's a great responsibility as we move forward that on any political discussions, 
that the panel is balanced. It gives an opportunity, whether you agree with whoever's speaking or not. And there's plenty of people out there that I don't personally agree with their political ideological beliefs, but I will defend and respect their right to be able to speak it. So the media strikes me as being one, and I guess that's why we as in Shared Ireland are social media based, because social media nowadays with the advancement in technology and everybody looking at their phones, um, you know, you can start to shape the discussion in your own way. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the right way, yeah. but it gives everybody the freedom to, you know, send out their own message yeah. there. Um, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> in terms of any specific lessons, obviously we're, we're in an accelerated conversation now about where this island might be going in the future. And given that you, there's a lot of emphasis on the past shaping that future, it's just to draw out really what some of the lessons might be. So in a sense, we don't repeat the mistakes of the past in the next hundred years. Yeah, well, well, I think, you know, outreach and instead of just giving buzzwords about respect, these words need to be demonstrated. Um, people need to be genuine in our approach here. My vision, and that of yours as well, Colin, and that of many, many thousands of people, our vision of a new Ireland can only be one where through respect and equality is afforded to everyone. And as a nationalist, I certainly do not want a new Ireland that will repeat the same mistakes as the nationalist community had lived through for the past hundred years in the six counties. I think there's a onus and a responsibility on the nationalist community um, to reach out to hand a friendship to our unionist and loyalist neighbours and friends and say, listen, this journey is going to happen. We can all bury our heads in the sand, but the reality is it is going to happen. And we can even see, as you rightfully say, shoots of it already starting. And come with me on this. Let me ensure that your rights are the same as mine. And I will fight harder nearly for their rights than I will my own, because I certainly do not want a new Ireland where one section of the community has has more protection than anybody else. Okay, so very much encourage listeners to come along and join the conversation and participate. And just in the spirit of uh, being slightly mischievous and turning the tables, I'm going to ask you that if you had a fictional uh, dinner party, uh, and you've done this to me a few times oh, now, please. who would you invite to your fictional dinner party and why? Oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. Right, I'm going to take the easy way out here. You, Mark Bassett, and um, Linda Irving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you see how hard it is to answer those questions. Yes, you know? yes. I'm going to just finish by asking you what three items you oh. would take. What three items you would take to uh, a, a desert island if you only oh. could take three items? What would you take? Colin, you're giving me payback here. Um, Absolutely. What three items would I take to a desert island? Um, I'm trying to think what three items you mentioned. <laughs> I would bring a speedboat. <laughs> speedboat a satellite phone and um a shared ireland podcast collection 
So you're not staying on that island too long, and I take it from that. Okay, definitely we'll, not. We'll no, look. Colin, can we please move on yeah. from these awkward questions? Absolutely. I very much look forward to joining you at the event at 25th and encourage everyone to come along. Can I just finally add, Colin, that it is a free event, so um, people can turn up on the night. The doors open at 6.30. The event starts at 7 to 9.30. And while it is a free event, we would encourage everyone to pre-register free of charge on Eventbrite, a link will be included in this podcast here. So it just takes literally 30 seconds. Go on, put in your email address and that's it. And um, as I say, this is one of the first public conversations that we plan to have. And um, I guess having conversations never hurt anyone, Colin. Absolutely. It's nice to be asking the questions today of you. Thank you very much. Uh-huh.